Thanks for checking out the latest episode of the Spencer on Sports podcast. Heard weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on 1600 ESPN. This is Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. Wednesday, middle of the week edition of Spencer at Sports with you from the Eakin Nutrition Studios is live with you here on 1600 ESPN. Glad to be with you as always, hanging out till six, talking sports or anything else that comes across our radar. We're not just a strictly a sports show. We've got other things sometimes that pop into our attention spans over a two hour period. Glad you're along for the ride regardless. 1600 AM, 102.3 in Cedar Rapids, 106.3 in Iowa City. Streaming, KGYMRadio.com. Find us uh, on our free app. Look for the KGYM Sports Radio app in your app store. It's free. Grab it today and fire up the stream from wherever you have your smartphone with you. Also, you can find us on your smart speaker. Instructions on how to set that up available at the website. Spencer Wagon and producer Isaac with you till 6. Got uh, some women's basketball tonight. Uh, about 6.30 pregame show. Not about 6.30, dead on 6.30 for Iowa State women's basketball as they take on the Houston Cougars. It's apparently Houston week uh, for Iowa State this week. Of course, the men had that uh, top 10 battle earlier this week. Women playing there tonight. Bill Fenley's squad uh, in Houston tonight. We'll have coverage starting at 6.30. We'll take you just about to the doorstep. ESPN Radio will carry you up to the uh, the threshold of the sports door, if you will, uh, tonight here on 1600 ESPN. Between now and then, plenty of college hoops talk. We'll get into the big win last night for the Hawkeyes. I don't think anybody really saw that coming. I certainly didn't. I thought they, they could definitely make it a game, but uh, winning outright, uh, having a double-digit lead at halftime, in East Lansing, that's something that happens too often. We'll get into that here from Fran McCaffrey and ask the question, can can they sustain this run? Is this, is this going to ultimately end in a possible NCAA tournament berth? We'll get your thoughts coming up here in just a few moments. We'll take a look at uh, the – it's not way too early, but if the season ended today, what the Big Ten tournament uh, would look like and tie that into Iowa's path to a, a potential postseason bid uh, here uh, with uh, back-to-back wins over quality opponents, quad one wins. Get to that after 4.30. A few other news and notes from the college basketball world coming up uh, here uh, in the first hour of the show. Got a brand new segment for you uh, calling it Say What? Have that for you around 4.50. I'll explain it, and we'll we'll have our first, uh, not really contestant, but first subject of Say What coming up around 4.50 today. Uh, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, now we'll talk a little baseball. The, this whole thing with the uniforms uh, for Major League Baseball just keeps getting worse and worse. And now the Players Association has, uh, as you can imagine, t- taken notice of the, the uniforms that uh, Nike and Fanatics have uh, combined uh, to create. And some players have said, oh, these are fine. These are great. Others are these are, these are just the worst thing ever. And fans are taking notice, and they took notice, especially yesterday, uh, with one uh, unintended feature, I guess, of the new uniforms. We'll talk about that coming up after 5. Also, Justin Fields speaking out today. Uh, he There was that whole saga yesterday. He unfollowed the Bears on Instagram, and he explained himself today. And he also said, basically, I just want this to be over. Just if I'm being traded, let me know. We can move on. That's what they want to do. Fine. I love Chicago. I'd love to be there. 
But if, if I'm getting traded, just please let me know. We'll dive into that in the 5 o'clock hour as well. Got uh, uh, the menu a little bit earlier today, around 535. Take a look at uh, what's on the sports calendar tonight. And it's a Wednesday. That means Collector's Corner on the way, around 550. Got a uh, new release to talk about uh, from the basketball card world uh, to uh, discuss here on the segment, plus a few other news and notes. That'll wind down the show at 550. 319-366-1600 is the talk and text line if you want to chime in on anything going on in the sports world today. I had this great show planned, and then I heard it's MLS opening night, so I'm sure Isaac wants to talk about Major League Soccer. Do I, you? Do I should? Do you want to talk about Major League Soccer? I honestly don't know that enough to accurately talk about it. I know, like, obviously, I know the Miami stuff, the Messi sure. and, okay. and everything going on there. But as far as the rest of the league goes, I'm pretty clueless. I know, like, Atlanta right. is usually pretty solid and I stuff was, like that. I was willing to offer you. I have a 60 second timer on on the sound bank here. I was willing to offer you 60 seconds on the MLS coming up later on in the show probably part of the menu if you wanted i'm offering it to you now i just need a yes or no i can do something it's just going to be about miami though i can that's okay all right well because that's the only team that people are going to care about sure uh, listeners do you i'll pose it to the listeners do you want 60 seconds on the mls with isaac vote yes or no 319-366-1600 and the the listeners will the listeners are what, why we do what we do so they will determine whether we get 60 seconds of MLS talk later. I did see a great goal in the game right that just ended in the Porto-Arsenal Champions League game. Okay. It, Porto, Porto scored it right at Pops the end. Pops and there. buzzes for me. I don't know what, what is Porto what's going scored, on. Porto scored a game winner with like a minute left there. Okay. And it was a really right. good goal, like super far out and curling. It was awesome. If you... If you're a soccer fan, you should go look it up on Twitter. I, I will take your word for it. Yeah, I mean, as, if you're a soccer fan, you should look it up. At, <laughs> you'll appreciate it. All right. We may have, may or may not have 60 seconds on the MLS coming up later on in the show. If you really want to hear it, I need to hear from you. Just text in, yes, I love soccer. I want to hear Isaac talk about soccer more to 319-366-1600. And we will, we will oblige you, the listener, out there. All right, 411, let's dive in. Big news, this just in. So this is a really big deal, people. This is our lead story. Oh, let's dive into the world of college basketball here for you on a Wednesday. Surprise, there's quite a few people saying no to 60 seconds of soccer. So I, I'm not surprised. It's, 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 a, it's a, I don't want to say divisive topic, but there are people on the text line that are saying, no, absolutely not. Don't do that. Uh, Leo in Iowa City saying, please, soccer, 7077 just says no. So I, I, I'm kind of I'm on the fence. We'll let the listeners decide. But we're not leading with soccer. We're leading with college hoops from last night. As I said, I've raised your hand if you saw Iowa winning going away at Michigan State coming last night. Be honest. Be honest. 319-366-1600. Yeah, Iowa's had success in the series. No, no question about that after last night's 78-71 win. They've won now two of their last three at Michigan State, five of the last six in the series. But winning in East Lansing, uh, we talked yesterday about consistency and how this team, you know, they've they've had good wins, and then they followed up with a clunker more often than not, especially here down the stretch and especially in road games and Big Ten play. Uh, going into last night, the last three road games that they played, they had a lead 
at one point in that contest and just were unable to close the deal. And be, being honest with you, watching that game last night after I got home, it it felt like kind of more of the same. You, you kind of wondered, and, and maybe this is just me being Mr. Negative here, but you wondered when the bottom would drop out. Um and if the, some of the same kind of things would keep popping up for this Iowa basketball team. But in the end, they were able to do it, able to score a win at Michigan State. Back to back, you know, spent all season kind of looking for, okay, what's their best win uh, on the year for the Iowa men's basketball team? What's their best victory? And their best victory, I think, easily came uh, this past Saturday uh, against Wisconsin. And now they followed it up with, I think, a win that I th- would probably trump Wisconsin. I think they're on equal footing, but still, you can't complain about going from zero quad one victories to now two quad one wins in the span of, of less than a week. And if you're an Iowa fan, you take that 10 times out of 10. But now the question becomes, can they build on this? Can they take this little run of momentum, uh, beating Wisconsin in overtime at, at home, going into East Lansing and winning 78-71 over a a pretty good Michigan State team, a team that, again, as we've seen year after year, uh, play really good basketball down the stretch. This is that time of year where they round into form, they become Michigan State, and just when the conference, you know, how many times do you watch the the NCAA tournament in March? Just when the conference has become the, the, I don't know, laughing stock of, College basketball, the team that's, you know, put or the conference that's put under the microscope uh, year in and year out because of the failures of some of the top teams. You see a team like Michigan State get to the Sweet 16. You see them get to the Elite Eight. So this is a team and a coach that knows how to have success down the stretch. Uh, they know how to play good basketball. Going into their place is never easy, but Iowa was able to find success last night. And they won 78-71. Uh, big game for Peyton Sanford, 22 points and six boards. But you give a ton of credit uh, to guys like Ben Cricky, uh, 18 and 14 last night, 18 points, 14 boards. Patrick McCaffrey off the bench uh, as well. Uh, really stepping up. Uh, a number of different guys stepping up last night in different ways. But the foul trouble on Owen Freeman, uh, the first thing I heard when I got into the car walking out of the building was Owen Freeman picking up his second foul. I turn on the radio, hear Dolph, that's a foul on Owen Freeman, and that's number two. And your mind immediately goes to, okay, how are they going to survive this stretch with uh, the nine-time Big Ten freshman of the week on the bench uh, in foul trouble? And even then, he picked one up early in the – picked a couple up, actually, early in the second half, and – even then, they were able to manage. They brought him back in with four fouls, and immediately he made an impact, assisted on a big basket uh, that uh, helped Iowa push the lead back out after Michigan State had, had pulled closer in that contest. Even without one of their better young players, uh, if not their best young player on the court, uh, this team has uh, has found a way to win. They found a way to win at Michigan State. Uh, and, uh, well, that's and I'm sure Isaac, you'll agree with me. That's the growth that we've been looking for, right? We've, we've seen this, we've been talking about it. We've seen the ups and downs, kind of the roller coaster ride of, of the 2023, 24 Iowa men's basketball team. And for as many speed bumps, bumps in the road, learning experiences, lessons learned, whether at home or on the road, you know, this is the kind of stuff 
you know, that you, you hope to see down the stretch. Still, season's not over. There's still plenty of work to be done. We're not trying to just, everything's fine, you know, go Hawks. They're going to win out and win the NCAA tournament. That's not anywhere close to anybody's expectations, uh, at least not realistic expectations, obviously. But this is the kind of win that that shows that this team, you know, has been working on it, has been improving. Not that they haven't, but this is what you want to see if you're an Iowa fan that going into a place like the Breslin Center and coming away with a pretty impressive victory and, and holding on to the win, too, when things got tight down the stretch. Yeah, that was my takeaway as well, is that this really, I don't know, this is exactly what you want to see if you're an Iowa fan from the basketball team um, that has so many young pieces on it. Um, you know, similar to the Wisconsin game, you know, a month ago, I don't think even if Michigan State wasn't playing the best, I don't think many Iowa fans would have said or had any hope going into it. And now you were kind of like, oh, maybe there's a chance, I suppose, going into it. Um, so it's just, I don't think Iowa would have even won if it was a month ago. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is exactly what you want to see from the team. Um, you know, I don't know if they're quite in, you know, tournament conversations yet or anything like that. Um, but it's certainly, you have an opportunity to at least be in the conversation, I suppose is the best way to phrase it. Um, you're not completely out of it, but I think most Iowa fans aren't even expecting a tournament berth at this point. They just mm-hmm. want to see that progression and see those young guys get better and better. And they, that's exactly what uh, last night showed. I, th- I think a tournament berth would be kind of like an added bonus, right? It, they, Again, for all the struggles that they had early on in the Big Ten, uh, the pitfalls on the road, the 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 tough losses you had to take where you had leads at, you know, Indiana with, uh, you know, a minute or two left in the game. You had a double-digit lead at uh, Maryland. You had a, a lead at Penn State and saw all those slip away. Those would probably, probably count against you in the end. But if you could find a way to – and we'll talk about the stretch run here in just a moment, and I, I uh, promised you a little look at kind of where the Big Ten tournament sits. I think you feel pretty good about – where you stand, I mean, you feel better than you did going into that Wisconsin game, certainly, because, uh, you know, the Wisconsin's a top 20 team, and yes, you're you're bringing them into your home home floor, but, you know, they got off to such a hot start, and uh, even down the stretch where you had a lead and let it uh, let it slip away in the second half and going into, uh, going into overtime, but you still found a way to win, and I, it's going to be an incredibly tough game at Illinois. Uh, they're playing really good basketball right now, uh, but confidence is it's a it's a wonderful thing to have. But you're, it's the whole whole playing with house money thing, right? You know, you, no one's really expecting you to do much. You're, you're probably you know, well. They're playing at Illinois. Illinois is number twelve in the country, and yeah, Iowa got you know kind of hot. So well, maybe it's just you know f- fool's luck or whatever. You never know what can happen when you're when you're playing with confidence, and maybe the other team overlooks you a little bit. Um, you you only saw them once last year, right? And and it was a great game at inside Carver Hawkeye Arena. Going into their place, why not play the road spoiler? Maybe that's the mentality Iowa takes going into that game. I think they should beat Penn State at home. Uh, Penn State without Kanye Clary, their their leading scorer, he got dismissed from the team. He didn't play much the last time they played. Uh, the Hawkeyes in state college, but I think that's a winnable game. I think Northwestern, I it's, it's a toss up for me. Northwestern's a good team. Ty Berry isn't there. Uh, he got hurt. He's out for the rest of the season. We'll see 
uh, how they're playing. They're playing for a lot too because I think they need to they need to solidify a tournament bid. I think they're in solidly, but they need to get to you know a certain number to play for a double buy or whatever it might be in the Big Ten. And then you see Illinois again. So you see them twice, and even if you lose the one in Champaign this weekend, you get another opportunity uh, for uh, maybe a little revenge if you happen to lose in Champaign. So it's very winnable games. Nothing's easy. Nothing's granted. Nothing's given to you. But I think you like where you're at uh, considering where you were going into the Wisconsin game last Saturday. And it's kind of a chance to prove your consistency, I guess, because that was another big point is that Mm -hmm. the team – Iowa feels different one game from the next a lot, or even within the game, like right. no five minutes really feels the same. Sometimes five minutes, Iowa looks unstoppable, and the next five minutes, just nothing goes right for them. Um, so putting some wins together of that quality proves that consistency and proves, again, just the development of the team and how proving the adjustment that the freshmen are making. 319-366-1600, your thoughts on the win last night from East Lansing. Welcome on the talk and text line. Can Iowa sustain this run? The one, two straight, three of the last four. Where do you see this all ending up? If you had to make a pick right now, I think a lot of us are probably pointing towards NIT. I think that's been largely our our conversation uh, here for uh, the last few weeks. I, I've kind of pushed NCAA out of my brain, but now it's kind of bubbling back into your into your thoughts after. Uh, a couple nice uh, uh, wins, a couple quad one wins. Uh, could have another one, 51-85 in the text line, pointing out too. Uh, Minnesota, uh, that could become a quad one victory as soon as tomorrow. Uh, the Gophers do play here uh, tomorrow night against Ohio State. And uh, I read that uh, earlier today. Uh, the Gophers are just on the cusp of becoming quad one. And Iowa has two wins over Minnesota. So you could have two, two more quad one wins by the time this is all said and done. You need Minnesota to take care of business, obviously uh, here in the next, uh, next uh, 24 to 48 hours or so. But uh, that certainly would be a boost to your resume. So you go from zero to zero to four, right? In the span of less than a week, because teams around you have one and uh, you've beaten some pretty good teams, both at home on, and on the road. So, uh, not done yet. Plenty of work to do, but uh, Iowa looking uh, looking in better. It's, it's amazing how much can change in such a such a short period of time uh, with uh, just a couple victories. Uh, but uh, like like I said, still games left to be played. Nothing set in stone just yet. Here's Fran McCaffrey, his reaction from last night and the win over Michigan State. You know, when I look at the team that we have out there most of the time, whether it's the starters or the guys coming off the bench, they're good decision makers. Uh, they hit cutters, they move the ball, they understand concepts of moving the ball. Uh, nobody pounds the air out of it and dribbles into packs of people. It's just, it's how you're supposed to play the game. When you have unselfish players with character that know how to play the game, and then it's a thing of beauty. So I couldn't be more proud of that aspect of understanding how to move and share the ball. Fran McCaffrey from last night, 319-366-1600, on the text line. Uh, chiming in, uh, the biggest surprise was that Cricky, Ben Cricky, got them the unexpected win. Yeah, uh, Cricky had been, his play had kind of tapered off, as the words I would use. He, he'd still been okay, but you saw him put up big numbers in the non-conference, 
And the fact that he was the one who stepped up uh, and helped them, helped lead them to that win last night uh, was certainly a, a, a nice surprise. I think as you bring new players in to a conference, right, because he transferred in from the Missouri Valley, you have, you know, the the initial period of, okay, you know, here's this guy's game up against, you know, the non-conference teams. But as, you know, more and more film gets on on him and the team, you start to see teams figure out how to take him out of the game. And uh, he he had struggled. Uh, I know that much. And, and you know that much if you watch the, uh, if you watch the games. Uh, and uh, Iowa uh, getting a nice game from him, 18 points and 14 rebounds. Fran actually did talk about uh, ben Cricky in the sense of guys – you know, stepping up when needed. Mention Owen Freeman played eight minutes and eight seconds last night. Certainly not what you need, not what you want from a guy like that. Uh, again, who is your nine-time uh, nine Big Ten freshman of the week. Uh, good to see other guys get time in, get uh, shots up, get buckets made, and get uh, rebounds as well. You know, we don't know anything else. You know, we got into coaching right, right out of college and grinded our way up in the coaching profession. I'm going to cut that audio clip because that was the wrong Fran McCaffrey clip. I don't know what happened to that to that clip. It's the same label, but it's the wrong clip. I don't know. Oh, here we go. That, I, I clicked on the wrong thing. It's, it's Fran 3, not Fran 4. My my alphanumerical system needs to be updated, apparently, because I, I don't know what the clips are. I can't read like, There's a sheet in front of me, and I don't know what's going on. Here's Fran McCaffrey talking about guys like Ben Cricky, who stepped up last night. There's a lot of keys. There's a lot of strategy that goes into a game plan. But the two most important things were don't turn it over and rebound the ball. And we out-rebounded them. They only had six turnovers. They only got seven points off turnovers. I've been challenging Ben since the Maryland game. And he's been outstanding against Wisconsin. And then tonight he gets 14 rebounds. Had to play a lot in the five spot because of heavy foul trouble with Lodgy and Owen. Uh, and just... The kids just kept fighting. Fran McCaffrey after the 78-71 victory last night in East Lansing. So when you talk about uh, the tournament might be creeping back into some of your, your 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 brains, as I said, still plenty of games to be played and still plenty of work to be done for Iowa. Joe Lenardi does a daily update uh, for bracketology, uh, at least just highlights of the, the key games, the bracket games, the ones that – had the most impact on the bracket. He has Iowa, let's see, of the next. So if you have the first four out and the next four out, he has them in the next, next four out, if that makes sense. So he is uh, your first four out, according to Lenardi, Providence, Wake, Utah, and Cincinnati. That's the first four out. The next four out, Villanova, Colorado, Drake, the Bulldogs making an appearance back uh, onto the bubble conversation, and then Pittsburgh. And then right underneath Pittsburgh is is Iowa. So that's that's where things stand, at least in the mind of Joe Lenardi. Not a guarantee. Nothing is guaranteed, but not a guarantee that they get to the NCAA tournament, but they have a chance to write their script and considering – you know, the start for the Iowa basketball team in conference play didn't get off to the best start. Second straight year, they had a rough start uh, starting the year 0-3 in conference play. Uh, again, for all kind of the, the speed bumps, the loss at home to Maryland, uh, again, the blown leads to Penn State and Maryland on the road, 
having a chance to at least write how your season ends, uh, that's pretty that's pretty good considering how the how the Big Ten season started. Yeah, it started out pretty low, and I think uh, if you can finish the year at 500 in the Big Ten, I think most fans, if not all fans, would have taken that mm-hmm. um, after a pretty pretty bad start there to begin the Big Ten schedule. 319-366-1600. I promised a little bit uh, of the Big Ten tournament uh, look here in just a moment. We'll get to that uh, here coming up after uh, the break. Don't forget to also on today's show, I neglected to mention this at the top of the show, but have another chance to uh, take home a pair of tickets for you to take home a pair of tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Cambria at the McGrath Amphitheater in Cedar Rapids coming up in July, July 27th, the exact date have a chance to uh, win those tickets playing prime numbers sometime between now and six here on 1600 ESPN. Let's uh, send it back over to Isaac. He's got a local update for you here on 1600 ESPN. With your local sports update on 1600 ESPN, I'm Isaac Elzinga. The Iowa men's basketball team beat Michigan State 78-71 last night in East Lansing. Ben Cricky had another double-double with 18 points and a season-high 14 rebounds. Peyton Sanford led all scorers with 22 points on the evening. The Hawkeyes moved to 16-11 on the season and 8-8 in the Big Ten Conference. The 18th-ranked University of Iowa baseball team beat Loris 20-6 in its home opener at Dwayne Bakes Field last night. Sam Peterson went 3-4-3 on the night with an RBI, while Reese Moore went 3-4-4 with three RBIs for the Hawkeyes. Kyle Huxdorf added a fourth-inning grand slam. Iowa women's basketball coach Lisa Bluter was named to the Naismith Coach of the Year late-season watch list today. Bluter was a semifinalist a season ago and was the recipient of the award in 2019. The UNI men's basketball team has an away game against Illinois State. That game will start at 7. You can watch it on ESPN+. The Drake men's basketball team has a home game against Belmont tonight. The Bulldogs are currently tied for first place in the MVC. That game will also start at 7. The Iowa State women's basketball team has a game against Houston tonight. You can listen to that game right here on 1600 ESPN. Pre-game starts at 6.30, tip-off at 7. That's your local sports update. I'm Isaac Elzinga for 1600 ESPN. I think we're like 50-50 on the 60 seconds of soccer. Uh, There are some people who are adamant that they don't want to hear soccer talk like Greg and Epworth. I'd prefer 60 seconds of pure silence. Uh, Cyclone Tim getting rather graphic with things. Uh, I would rather pull back all my fingernails and pour lemon juice into the wounds than listen to Isaac talk soccer. Soccer, I don't. Soccer Man, really is a sport. Cyclone Tim, jeez. Soccer really is a sport that you either love it, like U.S. fans that like soccer love it. Like, yeah, right. I mean, I've talked to you about it. I think you can yes. tell how much I love that sport. But if you don't like soccer, you really just don't care about it at all, and would prefer anything else in the world. It's really funny to me. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna lean towards avoiding the 60 seconds on soccer, so we don't lose people like. Greg and Epworth and Cyclone Tim. Your show. You get to to make the decision there. 7706 says if we're going to talk soccer, we should probably talk hockey and NASCAR, etc. Touche. Yes, we should. I agree with you. Now we have 3032 says no. 9318 says it's a sport. Talk about it. I'm I'm going to tabulate the votes. I've suggested, for those of you joining the show late, I've suggested possibly giving Isaac 60 seconds to talk soccer, possibly more. It's opening night for the MLS. 
Uh, despite what a few of you have said, there is, I'm sure, content to discuss. Do you want to hear 60 seconds on soccer with Isaac? 319-366-1600. If you do, you don't. Your, your text will determine the course of action here on the station. 319-366-1600. I, we, can, we can do it. We can skip it. It's, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. That's usually what we do here anyways. 4.33, quick time out, back with more after this here on 1600 ESPN, live from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. I'm Kaysen Ferris with a check for your forecast. We'll continue to see clouds increase as we go throughout this evening. There is a very small chance that we see an isolated shower or maybe even a thunderstorm, mainly for areas along and to the south of Interstate 80. Temperatures will be mild tonight with overnight lows falling back into the upper 30s. We'll start off Thursday with clouds in the morning with increasing sunshine by the afternoon. We'll see an afternoon temperature into the upper 50s. Be a bit cooler on Friday with highs in the 40s. And that was a check of your Iowa's News Now weather first forecast. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-989-8906 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-989-8906. That's 800-989-8906. What do you have to lose? Call 800-989-8906. Again, 800-989-8906. Two of Rock's finest. Primus. Coheed and Cambria. Together in one night. Saturday, July 27th, McGrath Amphitheater. Special guest, Too Many Zoos. On sale Friday at 10 a.m. at CREventsLive.com. Primus. Coheed and Cambria. Live. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that ad on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text PREP to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text PREP to 42424. That's PREP to 42424. 
This is Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. Well, 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 the text line has now devolved into yes, I'd like to hear soccer talk or no, I don't want to hear soccer talk. And here's what you should talk about. And that's fine. I I appreciate your input. 100%. I, the show is, I want the show to be appealing to a mass audience. I could sit here and just talk about my favorite teams for two full hours. And that would annoy 99.9% of you. Sometimes it already does. However, we are making an executive decision here. Should Isaac get 60 seconds on soccer? 83 Ted in the text line said, he already said he didn't know much except about Miami. I would be willing to give him 60 seconds, but it can't just be about his favorite team. Is Miami your favorite team, though? No, technically that would be Real Salt Lake. Okay. Uh, well, uh, 69-43 wants you to talk Real Salt Lake. <laughs> so it's not, not going to be a very happy talk. I can say that much. See, he's talking about his favorite team, guys. Why did, why did I let him do this? He's talking about his favorite team. <sighs> let me have the complete opposite. 35-22. If you need an idea to replace it with, I would suggest a WWE segment. Follow that up immediately by Ed in Iowa City. As long as it isn't fake wrestling or mixed martial arts, it will be fine. <laughs> so we have people who want WWE talk, which for the for the few that are saying you should talk more hockey, talk more NASCAR, talk more golf. I, look, those are all sports that I don't follow as closely as football, basketball, baseball, uh, and so on. I make every attempt to cover the big stories in those sports. I I don't. I'm not trying to ignore your 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 requests for coverage i just here's here's the problem i don't want to sound like a moron so if i sit here and uh what was that was that chris farley chris farley with paul mccartney i'm really dating myself it was chris farley's birthday like last week wasn't it would have been his like 60th birthday um i me talking hockey me talking NASCAR, me talking golf would just be oh, the, the Vegas Golden Knights. They're, they're pretty good, aren't they? At the, that William Byron guy, he remember that time he won the Daytona 500? That would be the extent of that discussion. I am, I am working to further educate myself and so I can discuss them more, right? But that that I don't think you want that. Sometimes in hockey, it's better to get the uh, the puck into the goal. Isaac, did you know that? News to me. Okay, good. I'll have to <laughs> consult. I'll have to consult <laughs> Justin on that. See that? Yeah, yeah. Justin, can you help me out with that? Three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Now people suggesting. Uh, I. You know what? Uh yeah. I like 7897's idea. Isaac needs one minute every week to rapid fire all the soccer news from the week. <laughs> Would you be open to that? Well, it's not. It's up to the listeners. It's not all my right. decision. Well, it's my show, though. Well, I guess I'm, I'm. This is like listener input. That can be. That can be a 
a summer thing. Maybe. And when you, when, you need to fill, when you need to fill time. Yes, that is true. 319-366-1600. I, uh, I did, yeah, I don't know where we're going with this. Just, if you want to hear soccer talk occasionally, tune into the show. If not, I'm very aware of what Please. soccer standing is right. in the United States, yes. by the way. Like, I know I talk about it a lot. I'm very aware Just of like, how And I'm very aware that I bring up certain teams that play in a certain state that's not Iowa. You don't need to point that out on the text line. I understand. But again, as I've explained, I'm trying to relate to you as a fan of certain teams and try to have a little fun and a little brevity. And I'm not trying to make this Spencer's favorite teams for two hours. Even though some of you have accused me of that. I do appreciate the people who play along with it. Like, I know yes. Scott and Mark couldn't give a lick about soccer, but I appreciate right. they, like, yes. anytime they see a soccer story, they consult I me agree. on it. I think it's just funny, and I think uh, I think most of the listeners get on, get it's kind of just a joke on the station that Isaac's the only person who likes soccer. Yes. Let's kind of poke fun of him. 319-366-1600. Back to the basketball talk that I promised you. Uh, the Big Ten men's tournament uh, talking Iowa basketball as they get set for a game against Illinois. Got the impressive win last night over Michigan State. If the season ended today, the Big Ten men's basketball tournament would look like this. Your Iowa men's team would be a number seven seed in the tournament, and they would get a rematch with the Indiana Hoosiers in the second round. So no double buy for Iowa. The double buys would belong to Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Northwestern. But a single buy, and again, considering how the season started, I think you take uh, any buy that you can get, there's still plenty of opportunity to improve uh, here uh, down the stretch if you can win a few games uh, in your final uh, final set here for the Hawkeyes. Iowa would be a 7, taking on the 10-seed Indiana. Your first-round matchups... In the Big Ten Tournament, Maryland and Ohio State is the 12 versus 13. Uh, then you'd have Penn State and Michigan as your 11 versus 14 matchup. Uh, the Maryland-Ohio State winner would advance to play Michigan State, who would be the 5. And then the Penn State-Michigan winner uh, would play Nebraska, who is the 6 seed. Uh, so that would set up on the second round with Rutgers playing Minnesota. Michigan State is the five. I mentioned Iowa and Indiana, and then Nebraska playing that Michigan-Penn State winner. I I don't – a lot's going to ride on these two Illinois games, obviously, considering those are uh, two of the toughest games left, uh, two games against a, a top 15-ranked team. A lot's going to ride on that. But I think you like the path if you're Iowa, if, if the season ended today. Again, it, it doesn't end today, obviously, but I think you like, uh, like where you're at uh, considering uh, – where you were uh, just a few short days ago and the potential of playing Illinois and Wisconsin and then likely Purdue. It just depends on if Purdue, Purdue does lose uh, in the, uh, in the third round or in the semifinals at all, but not an impossible path, but you got to keep finding ways to win games. Uh, and of course it would be contingent on you beating Indiana in that second round, but as of right now, Iowa, the seventh seed in the Big Ten tournament when you factor in all the uh, all the tiebreakers and such here for uh, the 2023-24 uh, season. Here's a little bit more from Fran McCaffrey. One last clip from him uh, on moving back into the top 
of the Big Ten standings with four games left to play. And that's the plan. You know, just keep improving as the season goes on. We had a couple tough losses. We have some great wins. And we just got to stay connected, stay together, stay in the fight. 319-366-1600. There was a question earlier. I lost it on the text line. Oh, boy. This is the problem when you have two topics going on here. 85-82. Any remote chance of a Cyhawk game in the NCAA tournament? That would take Iowa obviously making the tournament um, and it would take Iowa being a very low seed. It depends on where Iowa State would be seated, I think, but it also depends on Iowa getting in, uh, to state the very obvious. Um, Joe Minardi's last bracket had Iowa State as a three seed, playing a 14 seed in Vermont. I would imagine if Iowa does make some sort of run here and, say, wins the Big Ten tournament, they'd probably be a play-in team, very, a, a, at the very least a very low-seeded uh, power conference team, but I can't imagine. I can't imagine Iowa State dropping down to a like a six or a seven. They're, they've just been playing too good and uh, still have a, a chance at the number one seed in the Big Twelve tournament. Depending on what happens here down the stretch, so very very remote. It would take uh, a little bit of a slide, I think, here, or maybe uh, an under seed, if you will, for. For the Cyclones and the selection committee, and obviously you'd, you'd need Iowa in the tournament as well. But uh, I think the possibility of a of a Drake-Iowa game in the NIT, as others have pointed out, is still uh, still possibly in the cards. Again, Drake could make the NCAA tournament. Uh, Joe Lenardi, again, has uh, them uh, still on the outside looking in, but the auto bid up for grabs in the Missouri Valley, uh, still a possibility they get in the tournament as well. But... Important win, needed win, and uh, we'll see how Iowa does coming up here this weekend. Again, uh, one fifteen for the tip-off on Saturday, one fifteen of the Big Ten Network as they head to Champaign-Urbana to take on the Fighting Illini. First of two matchups with Illinois this season. 319-366-1600. Uh, get to our brand-new segment, Say what? Coming up in a couple minutes. That's next here on 1600 ESPN. They say love is a universal language. Well, that's definitely true if you're talking about bacon. I mean, who doesn't love bacon? Forget the chocolates. Get the gift of bacon. It's everyone's love language. And you're going to love it that our bacon's on sale right now. With quick hot savings, we're taking bacon down to two forty nine dollars at 12-ounce pack. Limit two. Savings on bacon? Whoa, that's two love languages at once. And we're multilingual like that. Quick star, we're saving your bacon. ESPN Bet is now live in Iowa as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. 
at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. This is Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. 319-366-1600. Spencer on Sports with you till 6 here on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports. Coming to you live from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Eakin Nutrition now open in Coralville. Coming up at 530, another opportunity for you to enter in our $5,000 Man Cave giveaway. National contest, one winner out of the national pool going to take home the 5K, but one local winner is going to take home 500 bucks. We've got our winning sports word of the day coming up in about 40 minutes or so, 5.30. I try to do it as close to 5.30 as possible. Have that for you today coming up in our number two. 319-366-1600. 69.43, Isaac wants you to sing the Real Salt Lake team song. Do you do you know they have a team song? I know that every team does, but I couldn't I, uh, I also yeah. don't think you want me to sing. <laughs> no, neither of I'll, us. I'll spare that from anyone. Yeah, We'll... Uh, Maybe we'll try to find it. We won't get the the legal legal teams. They won't be coming for us. I honestly don't. I think it's probably like supporters make. I don't know how it works. Okay. Really. I yeah. It's all it's all pops and buzzes to me. Three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. All right. Promised you a brand new segment. Four fifty. It is called. Say what? What are you talking about? Sorry. What'd you say again? What? Wait. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm hearing this. What the heck, dude? Say what now? Yes, indeed. Say what? There's so much craziness that comes to us in the form of audio clips from the sports world and even the not sports world. We're going to highlight some of those on this segment. Say what here on 1600 ESPN. Today, our first, I won't say victim, but our first subject is head coach of the Missouri Tigers, Dennis Gates. I don't know if we have any Mizzou fans that listen, but I don't need to explain to you if you are one that Mizzou is not having the best season. Lost to number five, Tennessee, last night, 75-67. That loss dropped them to 0-13 in the SEC. They have not won a game since December 30th of 2023, which was a win over Central Arkansas. Played the number five team in the country tough, and as with any press conference, Dennis Gates's presser started uh, yeah, kind of innocuous, just started like this. What a great, great team we played tonight. Uh, unbelievable team. I think Rick Barnes, best team he's ever had. Uh, they're well-balanced. They have every everything you need that's characteristics of a national championship team. They have inside play. They have depth. They have shooting. They have a potential national player of the year, great point guard, uh, you know, assisted turnover ratio, and they have veterans. Uh, So when you look at their program, you look at where they are compared to last year, they're healthy, right? I think Zakai Ziegler, uh, you know, his his injury last season impacted their progress in the tournament, but they're healthy now and they're doing a great job. Uh, Our guys played hard. They played really, really hard, especially in that first half. I uh, thought the uh, second half, 
when you saw that basketball go in. And we knew Dalton Connect was going to come out and make some shots. And he made some tough ones. I thought our guys got discouraged um, at that point, you know. And we got to do a better job of not fouling. Hey, yeah, you know, all that stuff. A great team, played them tough, got to do a better job with this. Credit to the coaches, credit to the players for – for making plays. That's not why I'm bringing you Dennis Gates's audio from last night. He's sent uh, something that will take you maybe a little bit by surprise. This was uh, responding. This is the very next question in the press conference last night. He was responding to a question about Tennessee getting bigger, going bigger in the second half, uh, bigger lineup in the second half, and, and making adjustments to it. And, uh, well, right as he uh, was about to wrap up his answer, this came across the big picture of it all was our inability. We got to do a better job. We got to do a better job drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're f- terrible. We're terrible at drawing fouls, and we got to do a better job. Going off of that, do you think that opened up the floor more for Dalton? Can y'all write all that in there, right? Y'all can write that in there, right? Make sure you don't bleep that out. All right. What's that? Going off that, do you think them? Sorry, Coach, I had to bleep it out. Otherwise, the show would be, you know, rapidly coming to an end uh, here. But we're, we're bleeping terrible at it. I, I appreciate the honesty because from coaches, uh, you know, you usually get the, the standard. I could play you the minute eight clip, the, the first clip that I played for you from Dennis Gates. Uh, and you'd all be falling asleep while driving Interstate 380. And then the uh, Iowa State Patrol, Lynn County Sheriffs would be, why are you playing a clip that's making drivers fall asleep? You get the standard stuff, right? You get the, yeah, we got outplayed tonight, got outcoached. You know, we have to go back, you know, look at the film, do better. Standard coach speak stuff. So you have to do a double take anytime a coach drops, well, a bleepable word into his press conference. And then they actually like, you guys can print that, right? Well, yes and no. We have standards. We can't air it on the radio. We can't air it on TV and we can't print it, but your message your message was received. I just wasn't expecting it. I don't know. The the it seems like the first <laughs> clip just kind of started like you said, just started normal, was pretty mild mannered, and then that just felt like it came out of nowhere. Uh which I don't know. That makes it more enjoyable, I yes. suppose. Uh, it certainly makes your ears perk up a little bit. It, it does. It does. And I believe me, you know how meticulous I am with preparation and stuff. I listened to that clip. I edited the clip, put in the beep, make, make it radio friendly, radio playable. And I uh, had to listen to that probably seven other times to make sure, okay, this is the right clip. I didn't accidentally upload the one with him, with him swearing in it, did I? No, we're good, but. Dennis Gates, head coach of the Mizzou Tigers. They were the one of the darlings of college basketball last year. Great year in year number one down in Columbia. And this year, and the SEC is real tough, but you expected more than 0-13 in SEC play. Dennis Gates, your first uh, subject, part of Say What? Brand new segment here on 1600 ESPN. 319-366-1600, 456. Uh, coming up in our number two. Drive time driven by Linder Tire and LinderTire.com. We'll have a little bit of football talk. Justin Fields revealing why he unfollowed the Bears on Instagram. I know the top headline of anybody's mind, top of mind here uh, for this uh, February afternoon in 2024. But he also had a few things to say about kind of his thoughts on this whole saga playing out. Sure sounds like the Bears are 
going to be drafting Caleb Williams. That means Justin Fields probably going to be on the move somewhere else. He weighed in. He was actually on a podcast with the St. Brown brothers uh, talking about that earlier today. Getting into that. Also talk a little baseball. The uniforms, the new uniforms, things keep getting worse for Major League Baseball. I'll tell you why coming up around 520 tonight here on 1600 ESPN. Also have uh, the menu at 535 and a collector's corner at 550. So a jam-packed second hour of the program coming up here on 1600 ESPN. Also got the winning sports word and your chance to play uh, prime numbers for a chance to uh, take home tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Cambria coming up in the second hour as well. All that and more next here on 1600 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. Bet on all your favorite sports with live in-game wagers, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet, what a play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Progressive knows we're all trying to save right now. So, no pick sixes, no blitzes, no sacks. Nope, none of that. But there's this cool move called a balestra. Oh, I think that was it. Or maybe it was that? I don't know. I'm still learning. So, fencing tickets are cheaper than football, huh? Yeah, but hey, now we know what a counter parry is. Do we? Progressive offers you savings without sacrifice. So save big when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. And ESPN Radio Extra Point. With Joe Fortenbaugh. I look at some of these teams and I think, why not? The first one that comes to mind, the Raiders at 13. The Raiders have been irrelevant for so long. The only time you talk about them is when there's drama or scandal or a problem. You never talk about them in a winning context because they don't win. 21 seasons since their last playoff win. 21. It was the AFC Championship game over Tennessee with Rich Gannon at quarterback. I mean, I love Rich Gannon. University of Delaware. Rich Gannon was old back then. I mean, think about this. They made the Cowboys look good. 21 seasons they make the Cowboys look good. Miami, it's been 23 seasons since a playoff win. The only team with a longer drought. Why would you not give it all up to go get this kid and reboot the franchise? The Todd Bromelkamp Show on 1600 ESPN. Sounds good. What is it? Hey, it's Todd inviting you to wake up with me between 6.30 and 9 a.m. Thursday morning on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports. After having the weekend off, the Iowa women are back in Big Ten action, a top 15 showdown at Indiana, where the Hawkeyes have what it takes to knock off the Hoosiers. What is it again? The Todd Bromelkamp Show on 1600 ESPN. For the record, this was not my idea. KGYM Cedar Rapids, broadcasting from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Eakin Nutrition, now open in Coralville. This is 1600 ESPN. This is SportsCenter. Christine Lisi. The Southland Conference suspended four players from Texas A&M Commerce and four from Incarnate Word for their involvement in the massive brawl after Monday's game. 
The world's best soccer player featured in primetime tonight, Lionel Messi in Inter-Miami versus Real Salt Lake, the MLS opener. Messi, healthy after a hamstring injury, will play 90 minutes if needed. With Messi, Luis Suarez, Jordi Alba, and Sergio Busquets entering their first full season together, expectations are great. ESPN soccer analyst Luis Miguel Echegaray. It looks like a dream team, right, on paper, but here's the key about Inter-Miami. They have to stay healthy. Oh, and by the way, there's two massive tournaments in the summer in Copa America and the Olympics, and Messi will definitely play in one of them. So Inter-Miami have to look at this like an NFL team. Make the playoffs. That's the first objective. After that, let's see what happens. There's quarterback Justin Fields, tired of all the talk, whether the Bears will keep him or trade him and draft USC QB Caleb Williams first overall. He told the St. Brown Brothers podcast he just wants it to be over either way. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Iowa. I'm Darn Danielson. A House proposal would temporarily revive a state tax credit program for film, TV, and documentary productions. I was one of 13 states that doesn't offer tax incentives for filmmakers. The union representing public sector workers staged a protest outside the state capitol today over a bill on union certification votes. Jesse Case is Secretary Treasurer of Teamsters Local 238. The public sector bargaining law wasn't broken in 2017, and they broke it. And now they want to break it some more. The bill would decertify union representation for public sector workers if their manager fails to send a list of local union members to the state, something billbackers say has kept some recertification votes from happening. A capital campaign is underway to build an indoor Olympic-level bicycle motocross track in central Iowa. What we're hoping to put in is a uh, full BMX racetrack, but then also a skills park. That's Bobby Kennedy, one of the organizers of the effort that's planned for Des Moines. That's your news on Radio Iowa. I'm Dar Danielson. Every year, 4.5 million young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 visit the ER. It's every parent's nightmare. Umergency gives you all the tools you need to quickly and effectively manage your family's emergency. Umergency provides instant access to vital resources customized to your student's campus and local community, digital consent form, and built-in urgent alert button. Umergency gives you peace of mind when you need it most. Download your Umergency app now. My baby brother, a father. <laughs> Come on, it's time for his nap. Whoa, he can't sleep on his stomach. Babies should always sleep on their backs in a safety-approved crib, and the sleep area should be clear of blankets, toys, and other loose or soft items. It reduces the risk of SIDS. SIDS? You know, sudden infant death syndrome. Guess I need to start studying up on safe sleep for little man here. Being his favorite uncle comes with big responsibilities. For more information, visit safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. Deputy.org. Listen to this crowd, and that will do it. Iowa State dominates. Gratitude, enthusiasm, toughness, unity, integrity. Well, monster dunk with the right hand. All of the traits that make up the Iowa State Cyclones. Listen to every game this season. It's a Cyclone basketball doubleheader with the men taking on West Virginia and the women hosting BYU here at Saturday starting at noon on 1600 ESPN. Hands at 10 and 2, eyes on the road and ears on the radio. You're listening to Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. 
Live from the Eakin Nutrition Studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids, Spencer on Sports with one hour left to go for a Wednesday edition of the program. 319-366-1600 is the talk and text line. Your interaction always welcome. Whether you pick up the phone and call or send it via text message to the text line. Love hearing from you. 319-366-1600. Busy last hour of the show. We'll get into NFL and a little baseball talk here in the next uh, 15, 20 minutes or so. i got to get you a chance to win uh, with uh, the ticket giveaway. Prime Numbers, the name of the game. Give me a chance to get tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Cambria live at the McGrath Amphitheater in Cedar Rapids coming up in July. We'll play that coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, Also, we'll get into uh, our winning sports word of the day at 530 the menu around 535 and a collector's corner at 550. This is probably the busiest show of the week. That is for sure. But we'll try to get to all of that and more coming up uh, before six o'clock. Let's jump right in to the five o'clock hour drive time driven by Linder tire with this. The sports world was just as busy as you were today. Here's what you missed while you were at work. Have you heard the news? On 1600 ESPN. Talked yesterday on the show about uh, the expanded college football playoff. The vote was official yesterday uh, for the 12-team playoff going to the 5 plus 7 model, meaning five uh, automatic qualifiers, seven at-large bids, moving from 6 and 6 because the Pac-12 no longer exists. There was a commissioner's meeting today, and we had talked briefly about that yesterday uh, on uh, on the show about the next steps because this 5 plus 7 model is only guaranteed to be in place uh, through 2025 and what happens 2026 and beyond is still up for up for debate and that's what was debated today both Nicole Auerbach and Chris Vanini from The Athletic uh, talking about what happened today what was discussed at the CFP commissioners meeting it included a discussion of growing the field to 14 or more teams starting in 2026. Another thing that came up is more auto bids for leagues. Big 10 and the SEC reportedly behind that. They want, they want a bigger slice of the pie. We've got more teams. We got the most teams. So why not give us more opportunities to get teams in to the CFP field? Nothing has been finalized. Everything's still on the table, according to uh, Nicole and Chris's reporting. Uh, but certainly is going to be interesting to see where this all ends up. Sure seems to me, just based on uh, reading the tea leaves and uh, you know knowing what we know about the college football playoff and the commissioners and the uh, you know how things have gone here, feel like the the twelve team model is going to be a very short term solution, and we're going to see more. Uh, teams, but that was indeed discussed today at that CFP uh, commissioners uh, meeting. Tony Petiti, Big Ten commissioner, calling today the most productive CFP meeting he's been a part of. Uh, he said, "Quote: We've got more work to do. Certainly, there will be more work done uh, with the CFP, the college football playoff, moving forward." Uh, from college basketball, pardon me, uh, Lisa Bluter. Head uh, coach of the Iowa women's basketball team named to the Naismith Coach of the Year late season watch list earlier today. She was a semifinalist a year ago and got the award back in 2019. Of course, that award given uh, annually to the most outstanding men's and women's head coach who have on-court success. Lisa Bluter, a name on that watch list. 
for the Naismith Coach of the Year uh, late season watch list earlier today. A couple baseball notes. Uh, Royals fans, uh, I know, think fondly of Eric Hosmer, who helped lead them to a World Series championship in 2015, the four-time Gold Glove winner, announcing earlier today on social media that he is going to retire uh, here. Announced his retirement earlier today, uh, starting up a podcast. Uh, he says he's committed to giving back to the baseball community uh, through his uh, new media company, Hosmer. Uh, joined the Cubs before the 2023 season, as you probably remember. A free agent deal, but was released in May of last year and decided not to pursue any other uh, further playing opportunities. So Eric Hosmer ending his baseball career. And uh, interesting note, saw this on MLB Trade Rumors earlier today. Keaton Wynn, the Ali Iowa native, made his MLB debut last year for the San Francisco Giants. He apparently dealing with some elbow soreness, according to the Giants uh, reporters in the Bay Area saying no structural damage, but Bob Melvin says they're trying to formulate some opinions on where they go. Uh, Keaton Wynn making his debut last year, like I mentioned, uh, dealt with some soreness last spring, missed about a month of the summer, uh, was in the minors uh, while on an optional assignment. Uh, good news, certainly, that no structural damage uh, you know, is found, at least right now. But uh, certainly hoping for an Iowan in the major leagues to uh, get some uh, uh, get some uh, some good news with that Giants uh, dealing with some uh, players and their starting rotation, some pitchers in their rotation uh, that uh, that are on the injured list to begin the year. Robbie Ray, Alex Cobb, both set to start the year in the injured list uh, list. So it's Logan Webb and then big question mark, at least right now. We'll see if Keaton Wynn can uh, can recover here. Uh, from uh, that that uh, news that uh, happened within the last 24 hours. So there you go. Look at uh, what you missed while you're at work here on 1600 ESPN. This is Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. Back with you at 510 on a Wednesday edition of the show, 319-366-1600. Spencer on Sports with you from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Get you that winning sports word coming up in about 20 minutes. Also, uh, the chance to win Primus and Coheed and Cambria tickets in just a bit, too. Justin Fields, going to be the big topic or one of the big topics going into the NFL draft. A lot of, I don't want to say a lot of buzz. Isaac, is there a lot of buzz around him unfollowing the Bears on social media yesterday? There's people more than there had to be. People reading way too much into him unfollowing the Bears uh, on Instagram yesterday. He came out and revealed today why he did that. At least in his words, why he did that. He was on the 33rd team, uh, an NFL podcast, and said... Why do people take this so seriously? He says, quote, I still mess with the Bears, this and that. I'm just trying to take a little break from football. He says he, I, he, says he unfollowed the Bears and the NFL. He's trying not to have football on his timeline because he's in the offseason, wants to focus on the offseason, and that's why he unfollowed certain accounts on social media. I think we're reading way too much into this. I think the real story of what Justin Fields said today on this podcast was him coming out and 
and saying what we all, I think, expected him to say about Chicago. He said he wants to stay in Chicago. He hopes to stay a member of the Bears. Says he can't see himself playing in another place, but understands, yeah, it's a business, so trades happen. Sometimes teams move on uh, from him. Um, I I think, you know, my, my opinions have been pretty clearly stated. I think the Bears should keep Justin Fields, but it seems to me, and I don't know if it's the same for you, but it seems to me they're they're trending towards drafting Caleb Williams number one overall, and if that's the route they want to take, then that's the decision they've made. Um, I think then you owe it to Justin Fields to to move him to somewhere where he could you know, have some success. I know Pittsburgh's been mentioned, Atlanta, because he's from Georgia, those ties there. Um, he, if it's up to him, he wants to stay in Chicago, but he understands that it's, it's not, not always likely to be that way. That shows maturity. I mean, he's been, he's not, he's not a rookie anymore. He's been in the league. He understands how things work, but we're reading into the wrong thing. I think with Justin Fields this week, not who he's following or not following on Instagram, but his opinions on the whole thing. And he basically said, I I just want this over. If you're trading me, let me know so I can prepare for my new home and my new team. Yeah, I, I, that's a totally fair standpoint to have for the players. But for the Bears, I think they're looking at it where his trade value is pretty low at this point. And the closer they wait till the draft, I think there's going to be some people who are pretty risk adverse to taking a shot on a quarterback mm. in the draft over a proven commodity like field. So they think I, this is my assumption. I might be wrong, but I assume the bears are thinking his draft or his trade value is only going to increase the longer we wait closer to the draft where GMs get a little bit more nervous about who they're going to take sort of thing. Um, I also think the bears are in a no lose situation. Now I personally would have kept fields. That's just cause I like fields, but mm. I think even if you draft Caleb Williams, you're going to have um, a ton of draft capital. You're going to have a lot of cap space uh, to sign, you know, edge rushers, offensive line, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. you can sign out what, whoever you need because the um, it's not like the roster is fantastic or anything. And you'll have a, in my opinion, a very good rookie quarterback, and uh, you'll be able to build from there. Um, so, would I have kept Fields personally? Yes, but I don't think that going the Williams route is an utter disaster or anything like that. I think you're still going to be in a fantastic spot, and you can. You have a very bright future if you're the Bears. It's it's part of the 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 contract reset too, right? You you get the chance to start over with with a different guy. You get a little bit more control. You get him, you know, on his rookie deal, and you can put put guys around him. You can really build up the team. I think they've started to build up the team. I like DJ Moore. I like some of the guys that they've brought in. Uh, you know, uh, they've they've started to put pieces in place, but now the question is, do they have that piece? to lead the team to be that starting quarterback. And it, we could be totally wrong. They might pivot and somebody makes a phone call with an offer they can't refuse and they end up trading out of it. But I feel like at least the the trend is right now that it seems to be Caleb Williams is is the dude. And uh, that seems to be where Chicago is uh, is going. Fields did, Fields did say when it comes to pot, his potential next home, obviously it's all speculation. Um, he, he said on this podcast with uh, the St. Brown brothers, Equinemius and Amon Ra, um, he wouldn't mind going back home to Atlanta. He said, the only con of going back home would be people hitting my phone up 
wanting tickets to the game back in Atlanta, which is a it's a it's a good problem to have because you're a very popular guy uh, in there uh, in Atlanta. Obviously, being from there and uh, starting your college career at Georgia and then going to Ohio State, but uh, certainly is interesting to see where. Uh, he might end up. Uh, it seems like the Steelers are a, a possible. I mentioned that before. A possible location for him to him to be going. Steelers. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of that quarterback. Uh, they, they spent so much. They drafted Kenny Pickett in the first round. You know, two seasons ago now. Uh, and would they move on from him so soon? I feel like uh, is Justin Fields a better quarterback than Kenny Pickett? I think so. I yeah, I would say yes. You've seen better flashes time. from Fields, right? And I think the Bears are playing it perfectly fine. I mean, you wait, you let, you know, the assumed teams, Atlanta, um, you let, uh, you know, the Pittsburgh, you know, sort of bit outbid each other. Uh, maybe a third team comes in that, I don't know, like the Patriots or something like that. If they don't mm-hmm. really, if they don't like any of the quarterbacks in the draft or something like that, and they will, uh, the, the Bears are handling. If they're going to trade Fields, this is how you should do it is you should wait i know the fields would prefer to leave as soon as possible but Mm -hmm. um from a chicago standpoint you should wait let the other teams bid and uh get the best deal i will leave it open i will let the listeners make the call all you have to do is text in keep justin or draft caleb what is your opinion 319-366-1600 keep justin you want to keep justin fields in chicago i'm not just asking bear fans either keep justin or draft Caleb, 319-366-1600. Maybe we'll do a, a listener poll uh, when the draft gets closer. The combine, of course, next week, uh, and we'll see what happens uh, with that, if there's there's any rumblings or rumors with that. Uh, but the Bears uh, have not uh, spoken with a ton of certainty on Field's future. Ryan Poles uh, saying last month, quote, what we're going to do is what's best for the organization. Very, very, very committal, very non-committal. There, we're going to do what's best for the organization. Okay, what do you? Well, what's best for the organization then? Is it drafting Caleb Williams? Is it keeping Justin Fields? I guess we'll find out. Three one nine three six six sixty. Austin and Lone Tree trade for Mac Jones. Whoa, <laughs> talk about guys that have fallen off. Right, that twenty twenty one draft class. Uh, who's the, who's the best quarterback out of that? Trevor Lawrence by default. Trey Lance is still unproven. Will he ever see the field in Dallas? Probably not. You have Zach Wilson. You have Mac Jones. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other 2021 quarterbacks. There's probably somebody I'm forgetting that's that's really, really good. But, yeah, boy, that 2021 class. 319-366-1600. Uh, Mike from Rengo says keep Justin. 3750 says keep Justin. 1979 says draft Williams. As does 8,200. 1979 says their Falcons need a quarterback. 8,200 says uh, so the cards can get Marvin Harrison. Yeah, I that number one pick, I think, uh, who, who goes number two then? Washington is number two? Yeah. So probably Drake May. Drake May, yeah. And then so probably Marvin Harrison at three, you'd think? Yeah, that sounds about right. At least in right. that's I'm, what That's I'm what the mock drafts yeah. have to say. Right about now. Um, there's going to be someone who shoots up that's random. I don't know if it's going to be like Jaden Daniels or something like that who gets into the top ten. Mm-hmm. Not that he's like bad or anything like that, but JJ uh, McCarthy. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm I'm not particularly high 
on uh, JJ uh, McCarthy. I'll just say that. Let me. I I should have pulled up a mock draft beforehand, but I there's there's plenty of you know people who think that kind of random uh, quarterback will be like you said, Jaden Daniels or or uh, or uh, someone someone else. JJ, so here's CBS. This is great radio. CBS, Caleb Williams, number one, Jaden Daniels, number two, Jaden Daniels, number two to the commanders with Drake may falling to the giants at number six, Uh, Marvin Harrison, third to the Patriots. The Cardinals drop down to get Dallas Turner at four Brock Bowers to the chargers at five uh, tight end. Uh, They have the bears getting Roma Dunze. At number nine, that would be a pretty good draft. That's that would be a very, very good draft. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna draft Williams, uh, getting a Dunze is a fantastic. Yes, he's really good. So I know Marvin Harrison Jr. is like another level. Malik Neighbors is in up there too. Right. Yeah. yeah. But a Dunze, if they do draft Williams and they still get a Dunze, that's a very good draft, in my opinion. Uh, the CBS mock draft has the Vikings taking JJ McCarthy at eleven. I will. I will just. Vikings fans, would you want J.J. McCarthy at 11? Would you want J.J. McCarthy, period? 319-366-1600. That obviously means Kirk is, I think maybe maybe Kirk Cousins hasn't left town, but if you're drafting a quarterback that high, uh, obviously something has happened there. Someone has paid Kirk Cousins a lot of money to to be their quarterback. So J.J. McCarthy at 11. Too high? Just right? I don't think... I don't have him as a first-round quarterback as far as my sort of, like, rating system goes. I just am somewhat unimpressed with the physical tools is how I'll put it. Not that he—I could be way off. And usually I'm pretty high on people in general just because I like to be a more positive person. Um, But, yeah, I did not—I'm not a big J.J. McCarthy fan, so I'd say too high. The draft, by the way, uh, has—this mock draft has Cooper DeGene going to the Lions. That would make Lions fans happy. I've seen numerous – oh, he's going to mention the Packers again on the radio. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. I've seen numerous mock drafts mocking him to Green Bay, which means I am fully expecting him to not be there. He'll be taking one or two picks before, or Green Bay will totally pass on on Cooper and draft Troy Franklin from Oregon. I don't hate Troy Franklin. I just – no. He's there. You take him. We just, got lucky with Lucas Van Ness last year. I'm just excited to see – Wherever he lands up, I'm just excited to see DeGene play again. Mm-hmm. I think he's just yeah. so much fun to watch. I'm excited to see how NFL teams use him because he's not going to uh, – I don't know. I don't know if he'll be a boundary quarter corner right off the bat or if he'll kind of go in the nickel to start out. Um, I don't know. Corner is so hard for a rookie to play mm-hmm. that it'll just be interesting to see how he's used. If he'll be a punt returner, punt returner mm-hmm. to yeah. start off because he'll uh, – you know, a lot of teams don't want to take that risk with a first-round draft pick. But he's so electric with the ball in his hands uh, when returning punts and kicks that I feel like should at least give it a shot. This uh, draft also has uh, the Chiefs. This is a two-round mock. The Chiefs taking TJ Tampa uh, from Iowa State in the second round. That'll be a good pickup. Tampa's a Tampa's a really good player, uh, especially for Kansas City if they're going to lose Snead right or someone on the secondary. That would be that'd be a nice pickup for yeah, them. They they know how to draft secondary too. So if you're I mean, you can look at the players they've, they're secondary now. You look at McDuffie and you look at Snead, right. those are players they drafted that are phenomenal. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be a great landing spot. And I think he'd do very, he'd thrive within the, the Chiefs system there. 
The majority of Packer fans, I guess I, 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 I sound like a typical Packer fan because the majority of those of you identifying as Packer fans on the text line that have said that uh, in your texts say they should keep fields. So is that that must be the common the common opinion amongst Packer fans. We want him to be there because we want the Bears to do bear things, apparently. Uh seventy six twenty two bucking the trend says draft Williams. They are a Packer fan, so there you go. I I I think they should keep fields, but I think they will take Caleb Williams. That just seems to be what they're gonna do. And I think he's gonna be a good fit there. I think he'll have success, but uh, nothing guaranteed, obviously. Yeah, I think it's kind of, I don't want to say new, no lose, because, I mean, if Williams ends up being a bust, then it's a lose. But I, Williams feels pretty surefire as a prospect to be pretty good in the NFL. Will he be elite? That's, like, the question. But I think pretty good is, I don't want to say guaranteed, but feels pretty comfortable as far as Williams right now. 319-366-1600, a few Viking fans weighing in uh, saying they need to pass on J.J. McCarthy if he's if he's at that spot. 525, I promised a little discussion on the Major League Baseball jerseys. Uh, this just keeps this keeps getting worse and worse for baseball. I don't know, Isaac, if you've seen the uh, you've seen the latest, but uh, if you're not familiar with what's been going on, uh, there has been this. Uh, uh, this change in jerseys uh, from Major League Baseball, uh, Fanatics and Nike teaming up to make these new, I think they're called Vapor jerseys. They're they're a thinner material. They're supposed to be more you know movable and flexible and you know moisture wicking and stuff like that. But the overall look of them just does not look right. And there have been a ton of complaints about them uh, from the players. There have been some players who obviously have. Uh, some skin in the game. They might be, you know, endorsed by Nike or have a Nike endorsement that are, hey, these are great. But there have been a good number of players uh, that uh, are not too thrilled with the new jerseys. Uh, now Major League Baseball Players Association um, saying they're they're hoping that things can change before the season here. Obviously a quick turnaround, uh, but uh, union executive director Tony Clark uh, said Tuesday morning that they are frustrated uh, with uh, with how things have gone with these, the the big thing that popped up, the the viral thing that popped up uh, that people have noticed, there was a video with Cal Raleigh, the Mariners catcher, on social media yesterday. Him, you know, doing whatever preseason stuff, and someone noticed that the new pants are see through. I. <laughs> I don't think I need to explain to anybody why it's bad to have see-through pants, especially if you're playing baseball. You crouch down as a catcher, you're standing in the outfield, and you can see through the pants. You couldn't see necessarily anything uh, from, from Cal Raleigh, but you could see his, clearly his jersey tucked in. You could see the like the 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 excess of the jersey through the front of his pants as he's standing there talking on the social media video. So the jerseys are one thing. The print looks off. The colors look off. The logos are not stitched on. They're heat pressed on, which I know is a big thing, uh, you know, for people who like authentic jerseys. It's essentially like in 
since Fanatics is a, a large part of this being produced, it's essentially like you're buying a jersey off Fanatics and making the, you know, the pros wear it. And uh, it's not necessarily the best look here for anyone involved with this. But the pants being see-through is one thing that people have really been kind of pointing out. And then the real kicker was someone shared a, a screenshot of Michael Chavis, former Boston Red Sox player, uh, formerly of the Pirates, I believe, as well. He's now on the Mariners, and someone showed a screenshot or shared a screenshot of his Instagram account uh, complaining about the the jerseys, and the Fanatics Supports account on Twitter responded to the tweet saying, hey, that doesn't look right. Contact me, and we'll get this straightened out for you not realizing that they were replying to a picture being shown by an actual MLB player, not a fan who bought a Michael Chavis jersey off of uh, off of uh, Fanatics. So uh, MLB, the Players Association, Fanatics, and Nike, they have a gigantic mess on their hands. Again, some players like the jerseys, um, whether they actually believe that or not because of endorsement deals, whatever. But I, I'm curious to see if this gets rectified before before the season. We've got about a month. Spring training games actually start tomorrow. The bulk of them are this weekend. Uh, but I wonder, I, I imagine this will get will get cleaned up pretty soon. I was going to say, how bad does it have to get for MLB to kind of breach the contract and with cause or whatever mm-hmm. without any damages because it just gets like it's unusable and they feel like they haven't delivered their end. I'm no legal expert, but that, I mean, that's, feels like it's hard to prove but also like it feels like I don't want to say we're nearing that but without the with all the complaints that the players are having what fans are having I don't know MLB got to figure something out Taylor Ward of the Angels said last week his jersey looks like a replica it feels kind of papery uh could be great when you're out there sweating it may be breathable but I haven't had that opportunity yet but from the looks of it it doesn't look like a $450 jersey so far thumbs down that was Taylor Ward of the Angels weighing in so something to watch but the uh, if anything i think the jerseys are one thing the see-through the see-through pants need to be changed uh 5 30 let's get you the winning sports word real quick before we uh, bring isaac back in for a local update here on 1600 espn and we've got the five thousand dollar man cave giveaway continuing right now national contest one lucky winner will take home the 5k grand prize one local winner guaranteed to win at least 500 bucks you can enter with the winning sports word Television. Yes, television right now at KGYMRadio.com. Go there, enter the word, fill out the form, hit submit, and you are in the pool uh, for both the $500 and the $5,000 national prize. New keyword coming up tomorrow morning with Todd at 730 here on 1600 ESPN. 531, let's uh, bring Isaac back in with a local update. Your local sports update on 1600 ESPN. I'm Isaac Elzinga. The Iowa men's basketball team beat Michigan State 78-71 last night in East Lansing. Ben Cricky had another double-double with 18 points and a season-high 14 rebounds. Peyton Sanford led all scorers with 22 points on the evening. The Hawkeyes moved to 16-11 on the season and 8-8 in the Big Ten Conference. The 18th-ranked University of Iowa baseball team beat Loras 20-6 20-6 in its home opener at Dwayne Banks Field last night. Sam Peterson went 3-for-3 three three on the night with an RBI, while Reese Moore went 3-for-4 with three RBIs for the Hawkeyes. Kyle Huxdorf added a fourth-inning Grand Slam. 
Iowa women's basketball coach Lisa Bluter was named to the Naismith Coach of the Year late season watch list today. Bluter was a semifinalist a season ago and was the recipient of the award in 2019. The UNI men's basketball team has an away game against Illinois State. That game will start at 7. You can watch it on ESPN+. The Drake men's basketball team has a home game against Belmont tonight. The Bulldogs are currently tied for first place in the MVC. That game will also start at 7. The Iowa State women's basketball team has a game against Houston tonight. You can listen to that game right here on 1600 ESPN. Pre-game starts at 6.30, tip-off at 7. That's your local sports update. I'm Isaac Elzinga for 1600 ESPN. First Big Ten basketball game of the evening underway, Illinois and Penn State from State College. We'll talk about that and more coming up in a bit on the menu here on 1600 ESPN. Also after the break, your chance to win tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Cambria in Cedar Rapids this summer. We'll play prime numbers after this on 1600 ESPN. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. I'm Kaysen Ferris with a check for your forecast. We'll continue to see clouds increase as we go throughout this evening. There is a very small chance that we see an isolated shower or maybe even a thunderstorm, mainly for areas along and to the south of Interstate 80. Temperatures will be mild tonight with overnight lows falling back into the upper 30s. We'll start off Thursday with clouds in the morning with increasing sunshine by the afternoon. We'll see an afternoon temperature into the upper 50s. Be a bit cooler on Friday with highs in the 40s. And that was a check of your Iowa's News Now weather first for Forecast. Can you feel it? It's wedding band season. Hey, we are Joseph and Clayton Hoyt. And we're stoked to let you know about our 12th annual wedding band show and sale. The sale is two days only, March 2nd and 3rd. So put it on your calendar and set a reminder. It's the biggest wedding band show in the Cedar Rapids area. Newly engaged? Perfect timing. Married for a while? It's a great time to update those rings. We'll be showcasing our top designers, including Crown Ring, Carlex, and Blue Royale. Save 15% off precious metal rings, 10% off alternative rings. Enter to win a honeymoon and enter to win $500 off your purchase. You will also receive a free alternative metal sports band by Torque with your precious metal purchase. Check out our website or call us to schedule your time. We'll also have excellent financing options. Don't miss the biggest wedding band show in the Cedar Rapids area. Only at C.P. Hoyt Jewelers in Cedar Rapids, corner of Collins and First Ave, where Cedar Rapids gets engaged and their wedding bands. Call to set up your appointment today. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. It's a mystery where Old Spice finds its amazing scents like Himalayan sea salt, but I'm thrilled they have because no other body wash exfoliates and moisturizes 24-7 like Old Spice Gentleman's Himalayan sea salt body wash. Now, if only there was a mountain range separating the Indian subcontinent from the Tibetan plateau where I could hide my Old Spice and keep my family from stealing it, my impossibly smooth skin will finally be safe. Get to the live events you love with the assist from Vivid Seats. Whether it's the upcoming baseball season, basketball, or hockey, experience it live with a 100% buyer guarantee. And with great deals on great seats, being there is all that matters. Plus, with Vivid Seats rewards, you can earn with every ticket purchase, including surprise seat upgrades, birthday discounts, free tickets, and more. Just visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. 
We've got Big East action tonight. Chris Mack here to help you beat the books with BetQL. Providence traveling to Ohio to face Xavier in a Big East showdown. Providence, the third worst team in the conference in hitting the over this year. The BetQL model has the total of 150.5 as a five-star best bet. I'm Chris Mack. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL and BetMGM apps today. If you're like most people, you've had your fair share of financial questions. Questions like, can I afford my son's travel hockey team? What if my daughter doesn't get that soccer scholarship? Will I be able to enjoy golf in retirement? At Empower, we know these questions can be stressful. We're here to help answer your what-ifs and empower what's next. Join 18 million Americans and take control of your financial future. Start today at Empower.com. Sponsored by Empower Personal Wealth. If only the studio smelled like crunch berries, too. Wow, something smells good. You're listening to Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. 536 coming up on 537. Spencer on Sports with you here on a Wednesday, 1600 ESPN, live from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Got Iowa State women's basketball coming up uh, here in just under an hour, 630 broadcast time. Cyclones and Houston tonight. Noah Wolf, Jamie Steyer Johnson have the call for you on the Cyclone Network. Our coverage brought to you in large part by Re- Realtor Lisa Nolan, the Cardinal sponsor for Cyclone Sports here on 1600 ESPN. Find out more about her on our website, kgymradio.com. All right, let's, uh, before we get into tonight's sports menu, give you a chance to win uh, tickets. Primus, Coheed, and Cambria, two great bands coming to the McGrath Amphitheater in Cedar Rapids July 27th of this year. Picture yourself July 27th, enjoying great music at the McGrath Amphitheater. Hopefully the weather holds out. But regardless, it's going to be a great evening of music, and we've got tickets all week long uh, to the show. Uh, you find more details about it on our Facebook page uh, with a special uh, pre-sale code coming up later on this week. But uh, we're playing a game called Prime Numbers, giving you clues about an athlete. Uh, going to include their jersey number in there, whether the numbers are actually prime or not. Uh, that's up for debate. I'm not a math major, but I'm trying my best with this. But giving you clues about the athlete, including their jersey number. If you get the answer right by calling 319-366-1600, first person to do so. Tell Isaac who I'm talking about. You'll get uh, the tickets to check out Primus and Coheed and Cambria. Your clues today, this baseball Hall of Famer wore the number two and wrapped up his decorated career with multiple all-star appearances Gold Glove and Silver Slugger Awards. He's known as the captain. He's also a five-time World Series champion. Who is it? 319-366-1600. Who am I talking about? Give Isaac a call. Tell him the right answer. You got tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Cambria in Cedar Rapids coming up in July with prime numbers here on 1600 ESPN. While Isaac's getting our winner, we'll do this. What are you eating? Instant mashed potatoes for frozen TV dinners. And I want to know why it didn't have mayonnaise. Okay. On the menu today, we have... Busy sports menu, no NBA, but plenty of college hoops and uh, the NHL to discuss tonight as we get you set for your sports viewing or listening experience tonight. Again, Iowa State women's basketball coming up tonight, 6.30 broadcast time here on 1600 ESPN. Cyclones and Houston Cougars tonight, 7 o'clock on the TV screen on ESPN+. Plus. If you don't get ESPN+, Plus, of course, 
or your radio home for Cyclone Sports here in Eastern Iowa. Uh, as for the men's side tonight, in-state teams in action tonight. Got uh, Missouri Valley play going on tonight, including the Northern Iowa Panthers playing at Illinois State. Panthers a slight road favorite tonight, one-and-a-half-point favorite at seven tonight uh, from uh, Illinois State, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Here's Ben Jacobson talking about the Redbirds, tonight's opponent for UNI. They play extremely hard. They really are playing well together. Um, the freshman point guard is playing great basketball. Right? But everyone else, everyone else is older. Right? Um, a number of seniors. Right? So you've got a lot of guys that have played college basketball, whether it's at Illinois State or other places. They do a lot with their defense, right? And they can win a game when, like I said, when they make four threes at Indiana State, they can win a game when they make 14 threes or have the ability to make 14 threes, right? Um, they're, they're playing. They're playing good. You and I tonight at Illinois State, one of the matchups tonight on your men's basketball slate. Drake looking to get a little revenge tonight. Drake hosting Belmont at the Knapp Center. Bulldogs a 10-point favorite tonight at 7 o'clock. And uh, this is one of the games. You look at the losses, so the few that there are in conference play for the Drake Bulldogs. Belmont beat them pretty soundly in Nashville, 87-65 on the road last month. Drake lost. And uh, here's Darren DeVries talking about uh, that game and uh, trying to flip the script tonight in Des Moines. You know, when we played at their place, they, they got us uh, pretty much in every way possible. I, I thought um, you know they were they were terrific, and and we had a hard time uh, um, containing them at um, on on the defensive end, the offensive end. Um, I, I thought they did a really good job on us as well. Darren DeVries weighing in there. Uh, here he is, a little bit more from him talking about how they've been able to build depth and uh, improve as the season has gone on. They've won six of their last seven games coming into tonight's contest. When you have a, as many new guys as we had, um, it just takes a little bit of time to gel and figure things out, uh, especially on the offensive end, uh, trying to utilize um, each individual's talents within the framework of, of what we're trying to do as a team. So uh, I, I do think... Um, uh, we're getting some great contributions, uh, you know, some good good balance, and, and um, getting different guys contributing, um, uh, you know, on different nights. Bulldogs and Bruins tonight at seven o'clock. Big Ten men's hoops. I mentioned Penn State and Illinois just underway. The Nittany Lions with a sixteen to seven lead in the early going over the Fighting Illini. Uh, tonight, Illinois favored by seven and a half going into that game tonight. You also have Indiana hosting Nebraska. Huskers have not been good on the road. See if they can steal one in Bloomington tonight. That's at 730 on the Big Ten Network. Uh, that game, last check, was a pick between the Huskers and the Hoosiers. Women's Big Ten play tonight. You've got Michigan State at Purdue uh, along with Rutgers and Maryland uh, tonight. Top 25 action, Duke playing at Miami uh, tonight, that one starts at 6. Got a ranked matchup between Florida and Alabama from Tuscaloosa. Dayton in action tonight, number 16 in the country, playing at George Mason. Also number 7, Marquette in action, uh, hosting DePaul from the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee. Uh, number 17, Kentucky on the road at LSU. And Colorado State playing at New Mexico in the Mountain West in the pit tonight in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Quick look at the women's top 25 scoreboard for tonight. K-State hosting West Virginia. That's a pretty good one in the Big 12. Also Texas, number five of the nation, hosting Texas Tech. And Baylor hosting Kansas tonight 
on the women's side. And in hockey tonight, I've got Justin's picks here on the text line. We'll tell you the schedule and then tell you the picks. Montreal hosting Buffalo, the Blackhawks in action tonight on national TV. 6.30 start on TNT uh, against uh, the Flyers from Philadelphia uh, tonight. Edmonton hosting Boston. That's a 9 o'clock start on TNT. Arizona and Toronto and Anaheim hosting Columbus. Justin says... Under six and a half in the Sabres-Montreal game. Uh, says the Flyers win in regulation. Under six and a half for Bruins-Oilers. Uh, the Leafs on the puck line. And I think that's Columbus. Justin, your text got separated. So I, I don't know what the last pick is, but we'll go with that. If I'm wrong, I'm sure you'll correct me. But there you go. That's the menu for tonight. Uh, NBA does return tomorrow night in uh, in earnest after the All-Star break. Who is our winner? That would be Josh and Ely. Josh and Ely winning tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Cambria uh, coming up in Cedar Rapids this summer. The correct answer, Derek Jeter. Number two, Derek Jeter, the captain. Tried to make it easy. Yesterday was Brock Purdy. Today was Derek Jeter. I could go deep down the remember some guys hole if I really wanted to, but I want people to win, so I'd, I'm just going to keep it easy, I think. Yeah, it's always the concern of making these. Like, you want to have fun with it. Be like, right. oh, find someone that's kind of obscure, but also you don't want to make it too hard on the list. Right. Although, I will say, I think we have a pretty intelligent we do. listener base We do, here. but the goal of the contest is to get somebody to win, and if I'm just having you or Andrew or whoever is producing that day sit there and take phone calls for 30 minutes of people trying to guess Nick Nugabauer or somebody. It's not going to work out. It's just not going to work out. 319-366-1600. It is a Wednesday, so that means Collector's Corner is on the way next here on 1600 ESPN. Uh, reminder, the uh, show for the Primus and uh, Coheed and Cambria tickets is Saturday, July 27th. I do have to double up one day, so either tomorrow or Friday. Uh, we will have double chances to win. Just keep listening, and I will I will let you know at the beginning of the show if it is a double winner day uh, with that giveaway here on 1600 ESPN. Quick timeout, back with Collector's Corner next here on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports. Two of Rock's finest. Primus. Coheed and Cambria. Together in one night. Saturday, July 27th, McGrath Amphitheater. Special guest, Too Many Zoos. On sale Friday at 10 a.m. at CREventsLive.com. Primus. Coheed and Cambria. Live. Hey everybody, it's Spencer here for your neighborhood Quickstar. I've been telling you about those take-home meals that they have at Quickstar a lot lately, and they've really helped out. I've mentioned before how busy I've been the last couple weeks just with work and life in general. I've been able to stop by my local Quickstar, grab a couple of these, put them in the fridge, and when you have a busy night, you don't have time to cook a meal at home, or you don't really want to go out and go out to eat, these are perfect for that. They make mealtime so much easier. They're freshly prepared in the Quickstar kitchen, so you know their quality, and those prices are great too starting as low as five bucks on great options like beef stroganoff spaghetti and meatballs or meatloaf with mashed potatoes and gravy all delicious and all available at your local quick star and if that's not enough to get you in the door how about just great deals in general on everyday essentials like milk and eggs and butter and bread you can get those at quick star 
And you can also get bacon there. They have a great deal on bacon going on right now. Just $2.49 for a 12-ounce pack. Quickstar's got your take-home meals, your everyday essentials, and your bacon covered. Dive in to the world of sports betting with WagerWise, airing Wednesday mornings in the 8 o'clock hour. Presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Networks make it possible to share data from lots of places, like a bird sanctuary. Good eye. There is a typo. Thanks. But to make them powerful enough to deliver new opportunities at the edge, you need CDW and Aruba. CDW experts can help design and implement an Aruba Edge Services platform, which unifies, secures, and automates network environments everywhere, so you can translate data into innovation. Sorry, do you mind? This is confidential. Aruba makes visibility at the edge possible. CDW makes it powerful. Learn more at cdw.com Aruba. If you're like most people, you've had your fair share of financial questions. Questions like, can I afford my son's travel hockey team? What if my daughter doesn't get that soccer scholarship? Will I be able to enjoy golf in retirement? At Empower, we know these questions can be stressful. We're here to help answer your what ifs and empower what's next. Join 18 million Americans and take control of your financial future. Start today at empower.com. From baseball cards. Oh boy, free trading cards. To bobbleheads and everything in between. It's time for the Collector's Corner on 1600 ESPN. Indeed, it is time for the Collector's Corner. Every Wednesday around this time, we take a look at what's going on in sports cards and collectibles. Again, I will open it up. If you have any questions about cards or collectibles, if you're new to the hobby or maybe you were a card collector as a kid and you have a bunch of cards that have been collecting dust and you'd like to know about them or if they're worth anything, I'm happy to answer those questions. Uh, if, if you're a collector, uh, if you know anything about cards and uh, you know sports memorabilia, you, you probably get asked that question quite a bit. Is this worth anything? And unfortunately, nine times out of ten, especially if you're talking about certain eras of baseball cards and sports cards, they're Likely not just the way things are in the hobby, but happy to answer your questions. You can reach out on the text line 319-366-1600. You can also drop me in a note, Spencer, S-P-E-N-C-E-R, at KGYMRadio.com as we talk cards and collectibles every Wednesday around 550. Uh, interesting new release out. It is year two uh, of... Prism Monopoly. You might be like, what in the heck is Prism Monopoly? Well, Panini, the f- currently the official trading card uh, licensee of the NBA last year, came out with a Monopoly game. They partnered with Hasbro to put together a Monopoly game involving basketball players. And they had basketball cards uh, as a part of it. Uh and it was so popular, people were buying up the, the the booster packs, buying up the cards, that they decided to bring it back for a second year. There is a problem with this, uh, slightly this release, especially last year. It was intended, so you got the game. If you bought the game, you bought the game board, you get the game pieces, you get you know like a starter deck or starter pack of, of players, and they sold booster boxes to go with it. The problem is collectors sports card collectors were leaving the games on the shelf and clearing out target stores which is where they're sold of the booster packs so by the later on in the year the game boards were just sitting there collecting dust and nobody was buying them because you couldn't add players you couldn't you know get additional cards because everybody bought the cards because all the people want are the cards but uh they're hoping that it 
it takes off. People actually play the game. Uh, but uh, it is going to be another quite popular release because Victor Wembanyama is on the checklist. Uh, his rookie card is front and center on this article in Sports Collectors Daily. Uh, and people are already uh, already putting the cards out for sale. I'm looking at one on eBay right now. A purple parallel of the Wemby rookie. Currently at bid $102.50 with 18 minutes left to go. There's a rarer parallel that's at $700. Uh, so if you can find a Victor Wembanyama out of the Prism Monopoly set, which just came out this week, uh, you uh, you will be in for some big bucks because it is a very popular release. But that's one of the new releases out this week. Uh, finally got my chance to open up some... 2024 Tops Series 1 the other day. I lucked across some packs, uh, and my my official review is, I think I'd say, like a B. Um, We talked about the design. We talked about the checklist. A little bit different. Usually with Tops baseball cards, you have, like, just a pretty basic, here's the player's picture, here's their name, here's the white border. You flip it over, here are the stats. This year, black borders, a little bit of foil, kind of a neon themed to the base cards. Uh, and I it grew on me as I was opening the packs that I bought, bought a couple of small packs at the store. And uh, I like it. I got some good players. I got um, Ellie De La Cruz's rookie card, Jason Dominguez of the Yankees uh, as well. So uh, pretty pumped about that. Those will be going in the collection uh, and keeping those because, uh, as I've mentioned before, trying to trying – to, uh, uh, collect key baseball rookies from each year. So I got two of the guys uh, I was looking for. But overall, I think it's solid. Um, as I said on, I think, last week's segment, it's printed to the moon and back. Series 1 is. So if you can't find it now, uh, depending on where you look, it's likely to be there for many, many months to come and even then some. In fact, the place I was at still had Series 1 from last year, 2023, which came out around this time last year. Uh, in uh, in stock at heavily discounted prices, but there is still plenty of it to go around if you're looking for either this year or or last year's uh, product from Topps Series 1 baseball cards. And something interesting, too, uh, just to wrap up uh, this week's segment, no surprise, we talked about the, uh, the Caitlin Clark uh, trading card that sold for, uh, this is not accurate, but a bajillion dollars uh, at auction. Uh, she just became, uh, with her record-setting game last week where she broke Kelsey Plum's record, she became Fanatic's top-selling athlete for NIL, uh, which is not surprising. Uh, everybody wanted one of those Nike shirts, like the you break it, you own it. Wasn't that the... Uh, yeah, I have the posters. Do you? I, yeah, we got they were handing them out for free at the game. Man, so those I got- are... Yeah, you can talk about flipping stuff on eBay. I know that's not what you're going to do with no. those, but uh, those are those are pretty popular uh, and stuff. But uh, with her Nike shirts, the one commemorating her breaking the record, uh, those sold so quickly. They sold so much volume of that that she passed Shadur Sanders, Dion's son, as the top NIL athlete uh, on uh, on uh, Fanatics. So don't they have like those? Uh... Was it like moments cars or like tops has yep. the for the tops moment now. cars? Will that be? Will that moment be one yes. of the cards? Yep. Okay. The, they that ended on Monday. You have a, they released it on Friday. You had through the weekend to order it, and they had an autograph which was limited, I think, to ninety nine copies. That sold instantly. They had a special like 
it was like a foil parallel numbered to something out of so many copies that sold instantly. So, uh, yeah, those and that will probably be the most printed because they're print to order. Mm-hmm. The the base stuff is so that would be the most the probably her most popular, I would think, of those tops now cards. She's had like six, seven, eight. She's had so many great moments this year, but she's surpassed Shadur Sanders as the uh, the number one NIL athlete for at least this year. Uh, and it's only February 21st, which is kind of uh, not unexpected to see. That's for sure. That'll wrap up the program. Again, Collector's Corner every Wednesday around this time here on 1600 ESPN. Uh, get another segment for you coming up uh, next week, Wednesday. That'll wrap up the program for today. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate the interaction on the text line. Be back with you tomorrow from 4 until 6. But don't forget, we have live and local sports talk, 6.30 till 9 tomorrow morning with the Todd Bromelkamp Show here on 1600 ESPN. Uh, He's with you live and local uh, in the mornings, getting you set for the day ahead. Gym class tomorrow with Coach Kevin Lehman, also a Bowling Night in America recap uh, between 3 and 4. And I'll be with you from 4 until 6. We'll get you set for that Iowa-Indiana women's game tomorrow night. Speaking of Caitlin Clark and the Hawkeyes, talk about that and cover the latest uh, stories from across the sports world between 4 and 6. So certainly hope you join me coming up on tomorrow's program. ESPN Radio going to take you up till 6.30. And then Iowa State women's basketball takes the airwaves at 6.30. From Learfield Sports, Cyclones and Houston tonight from Texas. Tip off just after 7. You can enjoy that here, right here on 1600 ESPN. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow.